Hey friends, this is Jen Gray, your host of Be Genuine with Jen, where together we will discover the power of authenticity, mindset, and personal growth. I am super excited for you to join me today for episode three of the show. Today, I'm going to dive into reframing our story. What does that look like? We cannot change our past, but what can we do to uh, use that for our future and kind of shift our mindset around that? So super excited to dive through uh, today. I'm going to talk about, honestly, a lot of the hard parts of my story, and I I am sure you can relate, right? If you look at your story almost as like a timeline, where it's like this singular line with a bunch of different events, we could go through, and if we highlighted them, I'm all into, you know, like super fun pins and highlighters and all of that, and I'm thinking if we went through and we had like... Red was like the really, really painful times and maybe blue was times where we changed in our life or yellow was sad times in our life or green was, you know, really, really exciting times in our life. And if we mapped our life like that, where it was a bunch of different points on a timeline, um, it could either make us really happy or really sad, right? Uh, There's so much ebb and flow to our life. And then we talk about looking towards the future, And you've probably heard it, right? There's a reason that the windshield is massive and the rearview mirror is super small, right? Focus on the future. But the reality is that the person that you have been is what got you to where you are today. But the freedom also is to know that you can become an even more powerful, amazing version of yourself. And that's going to ultimately take you to the next level of your life, which is really what this whole podcast is about, is becoming the most authentic version of ourselves. That's what it means to truly be genuine. Well, with that, I want to kind of walk through uh, my own life in some scenarios, and I want you to kind of pinpoint and put yourself into my story, Um, and so then you can learn how there's possibility for reframing even in your life, in your timeline, and um, you know, we we can't ever choose uh, a lot of our life, right? We can't choose those hard things that really happen to us. So what do we do with that? You know, if we look at life as a bunch of events and we're just like the innocent bystander and life is just thrown at us, then we never have the capability of taking control, taking ownership, and even learning and growing from what happens, right? If we just stand there and we think that everything, you know, life just is thrown at us. It's just the cards that we're dealt. You know, those types of, of, of lines that we hear We miss the opportunity to take power over our story, to take the reins back where we may have given the reins over to people and situations that we we got ourselves in, right? Or that happened to us. And so we're going to talk about like a couple of different types of things in our life and how do we reframe that? Like break it down. What what I did, what worked for my own life? Now, I am not a professional counselor. This is no professional advice. This is just your friend Jen walking you through my own world. What what happened to me, what I took from it, what I've learned from it, what I've grown from it, what I've taken from it, from it, the gifts I've taken, as Dean Graziosi says, and then what I've thrown out, right? Take the gift, throw out the crap. Um, and so with that, growing up, um, I don't know if any of you guys can relate to having um, an alcoholic parent. So my dad was an alcoholic. And if you know uh, the pain of an alcoholic uh, parent, you know that there's just a lot of inconsistencies, right? There's a lot of um, really, really bad times or a lot of, you know, really good times, but it's just a lot of roller coaster. And so um, what's so great is that there's still things to be learned even from that because there's a lot of pain in that, right? Like, um, you know, just in my my own story, my own experience, um, my dad really experienced a lot of 
I don't know if I guess you would just call it um, really got depressed. You know, he he dealt with a lot of loneliness and he turned alcohol. Well, as a kid growing up, I was the oldest of three girls. And so I was, you know, I mean, you know what happens when you're the oldest. You are basically become like a third parent instead of a child. And so I took a lot of that on myself. Um, but I, what I will say is as a kid, I was embarrassed um, I felt like somehow that that was a reflection of who I was as a child, and that def- that was effective or affected my identity. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, where you take on the actions of people around you, and instead of just like letting that be their story, you let it stick to you and stick to your own heart and your own life, and then you actually take that that ownership. And so I did that, and so I was ashamed, I was embarrassed, I uh, nobody knew. Um, school was like a safety outlet. So I don't know if growing up, like, you know, I, I never missed school, y'all. Like, it was 103 fever. It did not matter. I was going to school because that was, like, that was my escape. And it taught me a lot. Of, it taught me a lot. But in that, I had shame and I had um, embarrassment and it was, it was painful, right? Like I would watch other families and I didn't have that. I would watch, uh, you know, what seemed to be the perfect, you know, perfect family. And then I would go home and I'm like, man, like there's just so much pain here. There's so much disruption. So you go through there and you feel like maybe that there's something wrong with you. Right. And then, um, through that, through the trauma experience, I actually had to call the police on my dad uh, when I was a teenager and he spent a night in jail because he threw me across the room. And so I know not only the, the, the emotional pain, I know the physical pain of alcohol. And I watched it. I watched my mom go through a lot of abuse. And so there was, there was a whole lot of layers, like there's layers and layers of pain. Well, being the oldest and being the type of personality I was, I internalized that. And I wanted to like protect my family. I wanted to protect my mom and to protect my sisters. Through that, I actually, um, I don't know, I guess say diagnosed with, or then I struggled with a disorder called trichotillomania. What that is, is if you're familiar with other, you know, like cutting and other self-harm behaviors, this actually is a disorder that's created from childhood trauma that is unresolved and it, it beats up inside of you. And what actually it caused was me to literally pull out my hair. And it was something that was almost like subconscious, but it also brought relief. Well, when you already feel like your world is going crazy, And now you legit feel crazy. I was 13 years old pulling out my own hair and embarrassed even more so. Like, why is this happening to me? So uh, fast forward, um, that's kind of my my home life. Well, then clearly it became obvious that I was pulling out my hair, but um, I was too scared to admit what was really going on. So I lied about it. Went to a dermatologist with my parents. I sat in a dermatologist's office and they told my parents, they're like, we think that she's uh, causing this harm to herself. And we actually want to refer her to a psychiatrist. And you guys, if I could take you to that room right there, you guys have this in your, in your story. You have those moments in your story where you can literally take yourself back there. And you're like, this is where this level of pain, like it started, right? Like maybe, maybe it's a traumatic event that you experienced. Maybe it's something that somebody said to you. Maybe it's um, shame that you put on yourself. Maybe it's a situation or relationship, either you entered or entered your life. And there's a moment of pain that you can go back to. And it like marks, it's on, we go back to that timeline. It's one of those markers on that timeline. So I can go back to that specific dermatologist's office and I will never forget the look on my dad's face when that doctor said you may need to have her go to a psychiatrist and see what is causing this the look of horror and disgust 
that there could possibly be any type of resemblance of brokenness in me, that it wasn't possibly a medical reason. This was something that I was causing. You guys, in that moment, I was 13 years old. And what came over my mind was, I have to protect my family. I have to protect myself. I have to protect the reputation. I have to protect the image of my family. This, whatever I'm doing to myself, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm doing what, what, whatever's the cause. I cannot make it known because this is going to bring shame to my family. So from that point forward, I had my story and I stuck to it. And I said, I, I acted just as appalled as my parents did. And I, I said, no, 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 that's not what's going on. You guys, I went to doctor after doctor. I ended up at Emory University. I don't know if y'all familiar are with that, but it's a very, very high level doctor here in Atlanta. Told them my same story. No, this isn't something I'm doing on my own. It's just happening to me, uh, maybe under stress or whatever. They diagnosed me with a different condition, an autoimmune condition. And in that moment, it was like the freedom from the shame from my family, because now I have a diagnosis from a doctor. I don't know if you have parts of your story where you've literally, things have happened to you and you've taken that onto you and you've literally created your own reality to get out of the facts of what's really going on in your life. Y'all, like trauma is real and hard things, hard things happen to you. But at that point, I wish I had somebody to say, Jen, you, this isn't your fault. Like, you're taking on the pain of your dad and the pain of his alcoholism and you are, you, you've, ta- you've, I just needed someone to talk to, right? Like I just needed someone to, to release that. But you know what happens? You know what happens when you don't feel, you don't feel safe or you feel like that your story isn't okay to be told? You create lies to cover up the pain that you think that you're going to cause other people. And so for years, this, this is, this is, this is what I lived with. So here's what I want. I want to connect with you to my story. I want you to see that no matter what happens to you, you don't have to internalize that. You get to learn from it. And so years and decades went on and I went and, and my whole life, I, I made up this whole story because it was what seemed easier for everybody else. But you know who gets lost when we're worried about everybody else? <laughs> Ourselves. And instead, I just, I built a life of masks. I built a life of, I'm going to make my life palpable, is that the right word? For everybody else. Like, forget me. Like, Jen is strong. Jen is good. I'm going to make my life palpable for everybody else. Anybody else out there like that? Where you want to show the pretty parts of your life because you don't want to bother somebody else or you don't want to be a burden to somebody else. And I'm not saying go around area dirty laundry. Y'all, too many people do that. That's, That's another story for another day. But what I do want to tell you is that even in those situations, what I had to start to see was that I had to separate my worth from the situations in my life. Your worth is not attached to any event in your life. Somebody needs to hear that today. Your worth is not attached to an event or a situation or a relationship in your life. You are a whole person. God created you with excellence and you are completely made on your own by yourself, right? So here's what else I, w- I want, to, want to encourage you with. I had to reframe how I looked at that situation in my life. Me having an alcoholic father, you may have a painful family relationship. 
You, you know what that's done to my heart? It hasn't made my heart harder. It's actually given me a bigger heart of empathy because I'm so thankful that the last few years of my dad's life, I mean, the alcohol completely ransacked his brain. I wasn't always talking to a, a whole man, right? Uh, he, had, he had a crazy story. But I will tell you that what, what my own pain in my own life taught me and what seeing my dad's life play out, what it taught me is that I never want to be too proud to find out someone else's story, right? You can assume a lot and you can miss somebody's heart if when you start to assume. So what that's done, it's created empathy in my own life. Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you, maybe hard people in your life, you've not, you've allowed, not allowed it to cause you to be hard hearted and angry and bitter, but you've instead, you've ripped through that jadedness and you said, no, 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 I'm going to be for somebody else what I needed them to be for me. I can't control anybody else. What I can control is how I show up for other people. I want anybody struggling with addiction or self-harm or anything to know they have a safe place with me because guess what? There's zero judgment here. Because just like I didn't think this perfect little Christian girl could struggle with something like trichotillomania, I was that perfect little Christian girl that struggled with that and had no outlet to be able to get help. Whether that was my own perceived life or whatever, But what I did is I felt this pressure to be perfect. And what that does, y'all, is it takes you as far as possible away from your the most authentic version of yourself. You've been through crap. That is normal. Stop pretending like it didn't happen and also stop pretending like it defines what your future is going to look like. Because the reframing is what can I learn from those situations? What I can learn is that I love deeply. What I can learn is I want to love other people how I needed to be loved. I will be a different mom because of how I was raised. I will be a different daughter. I will be a different person because of what I experienced. But your story makes you better. It doesn't make you bitter, right? It doesn't make you worse. It makes you so much better. But that is up to you. That's why your mindset is everything, you, you guys know those people. You guys know those people who wake up and they are looking for a reason to not work out. They are looking for a reason to not do their business. They are looking for a reason to just tap out of their day as soon as they wake up. Guys, if you are looking for an excuse, you will find it. If you are looking for a solution, you will also find it. It is all about how you frame your mind and what you are looking for in life. If I was looking for excuses, then you know what, you know what I would find? a lot of really, really good excuses. But instead, if I know that my future is crazy bright and I believe that I, me and all of me are worthy of the dreams and goals that I have, you, all of you are worthy of the dreams and goals that you have, then what you're gonna do every single day is tap into that, learn from what you need to move and keep going forward. Heal the parts of you that need to be healed. It wasn't until about 2021, the beginning of 2021. Y'all, I was, that was, I guess, was that three, two years ago? It wasn't until then that I had the, the guts, the boldness to be honest about my story. It took me that many decades to be able to suction apart my story, the hard parts of my story, what was caused me to actually being my identity. What parts of your story are you living every single day with a little bit of a limp? 
and you need to learn, you need to accept, and you need to move forward from whatever happened to you, whatever relationship happened to you. You may have gotten yourself into a relationship you had to get yourself out of. Things may have happened to you that you should have never, ever, ever deserved. And guess what? You What you need to be reminded right now is the main lesson you may need to have learned is you are strong enough to still be standing right now with everything you've gone through. You may feel weak, but you are strong. If you woke up this morning and put two feet in front of the other and you showed up for yourself and the people in your life, you have strength and you may need to start right there and remind yourself you are strong enough to accomplish anything that you want to do. You've already gotten yourself through every single hard day you've ever experienced. You did that. So whenever you feel like everything, life is just happening at you, learn from it, grow from it, and keep moving forward. A couple things I want, else I, I want to share. I love it. Uh, Tony Robbins says, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. If you live your life as a victim mentality, and a victim mentality, the best way to kind of think about your own life, if... If something bad happens to you, like maybe, I don't know, um, trying to think of just something small. Maybe somebody cuts you off in, in traffic. Instead of being, instead of if your go-to is like, of course this would happen to me. Everything bad happens to me. Or it's like, you know what? That person must be having a struggle bus day. You know, like it's it's not ever a reflection of you. Other people's actions are a reflection of themselves. If that's not your go-to, I want you to start thinking every single time you start to count yourself out or you think that you there is something wrong with you or that life is just happening at you and all those things. I want you to stop and I want you to shift your mind and say, no, I am strong. I am capable. I am smart. I am kind. I am brave. I am courageous. Those things are not sticking to me. I will learn what I need to learn and I will keep moving forward. And some of the greatest things you need to learn is to apologize to people in your own pain. And that's one thing that I had to do. Because although my own pain caused me to feel like I need to protect myself and my family and I lied, the fact was I lied to hundreds of people about my story. So those people deserved an apology from me because that was part of my story. And even in my own protection mechanism, I hurt people, right? Hurt people hurt people. But I'm not going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be a victim to that hurt to be like, well, y'all just need to understand. Some of you need to own the hurt that you've caused other people and you need to start by apologizing, that is a major thing. And like, we're going to talk more about forgiveness and more about healing in relationships. But that may be another place that you just need to start. Maybe you've acted in a way that you doesn't honor who you are. You can have 155 reasons for it. But what are we going to do? Are we going to give in to the person that you want to be or the person that you became in that moment of weakness? No, you're better than that. That's not who you are. Don't just say, oh yeah, I just treat people like crap. I'm just, I'm just a mean-hearted person. No, you're not. That's not who you want to be. So don't own that as your identity. Move forward and move past it. Don't accept that as who you are as just an excuse. That is a horrible, horrible mindset. Look at what the pain cost you and look at what it taught you. Pain isn't your story anymore. It's who you became because of it. So I want you to write down all of the areas that you have experienced pain. And it may take you a little bit to journal through. And I want you to go through and I want you to think about what have you learned through every piece of that pain. It may just be simply you've learned what you do and what you don't want. It may be you've learned what you will accept and you won't accept in your life. It may have taught you what boundaries you need to put up or boundaries you need to take down. The healing that needs to take place in your life. 
But I want you to reframe your your past. Every single one of us has things that have hurt us and that we're shameful over. The worst thing you can do is to take that shame and let it put like a black cloud over your life because then you don't see brightness. You don't see newness. You don't see greatness when your mind is in a gray cloud. So you need to reframe that past, learn from it and move forward from it. And then and only then will you experience the most genuine, authentic version of yourself. And ultimately, that's where every single one of us wants to be. The most pure, authentic Everything that we are, right? All of us, all of the big things, all of the, the everything. And so take, take the lessons and reframe the shame. And if you live like it happened to you, not for you, you're going to live defeated. And I want you today to take back the power over your life, over your circumstances, and know that when you reframe those circumstances and those relationships, you will become a greater, a more refined version of yourself. And I believe that for every single one of you. And sometimes this may bring up hard things, but I don't want you to shove the hard things. I want you to deal with the hard things. Seek counseling if you need counseling. Counseling has been a huge blessing in my life. But as a friend, I just want to remind you today, you are not a victim of your past. You are a victor and you are stronger than you think you are. And I am believing that today and the days ahead are your absolute best days. Be committed to that. Be committed to growing and look in that windshield, not that review mirror. I love you guys. And if you haven't been told this today, I love you. Not um, for any other reason. There's a lot of other people in this world that hate people. There's a lot of horrific things going on in our world right now. And you may need to know that there's someone in Atlanta, Georgia that loves you for no reason other than I can't wait till we get to meet each other in person one day and find out the millions of reasons why I should love you. But until then, you are loved and I believe in you and I'm cheering you on. You guys keep being genuine.